0: The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today roster brought to you by sleeper you already play fantasy on sleeper but now you can win cold hard cash with their over under game just head to sleeper.com slash sgp on your phone and join the sgpn group and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 that's sleeper.com slash sgp and make sure to download the sgpn app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday evening here to break down the NBA Finals Game 5, going off on Monday night between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors, and here and here to help me do that full house of sharp betters, Betters, I can't talk here tonight, it's the weekend, guys, excuse me, but... Here to help me break it down, my main man that does it both on and off the court for SGPN, it's Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott, how you feeling, buddy?
1: Good. Doing pretty well. Finally swept the board in the NBA Finals. It was a long time coming. It was nice to get back on track, and hopefully we keep it rolling here for Game 5. Yes, sir. And also joining us
0: on the East Coast, the superstar of the show, made his uh, or cashed his huge uh, briefcase bet in game four on the Golden State Warriors. It's the villain, really real. Terrell Furman Jr., how you doing, Terrell?
2: Tap, tap, tap. Is this thing on? I am here. I am present. I am available. I am ready because the Brinks truck, was backing up earlier, you know, they came outside, brought it outside to the crib, had, you know, SWAT in the trees, had FBI, DEA, all that stuff, everybody around just to make sure, you know, I was good because the, the, the briefcase has been cashed and you have a new champion. Thank you. Thank you all very much. I will be going on my title defense tomorrow night in game five, we're gonna run it back. <laughs> Did you tell D E N FBI it wasn't anything illegal, right? No, they absolutely think it was illegal. They are hundred percent they're a hundred percent convinced that I was pushing drugs. Well
1: it depends how you look at it, because based on how confident Terrell was, he was technically robbing the books. So I don't know if that was illegal or not, you know? <laughs> yeah, robbery. It, it, I don't know how they let that line stay where it was. I thought I moved the
2: line myself. I thought I moved the Warriors to a favorite, but I guess not. I should have <laughs> put more money down.
0: Yeah, uh, Golden State coming off of the Game 4 victory uh, fairly with ease. I mean, they took off in that second half. They get get the victory in Game 4. 107-97, tie the series back up. We're headed back to the Bay Area in San Francisco at Chase Center for Game 5, tipping off on Monday night. Guys, let's quickly recap Game 4, anything that kind of stuck out, some takeaways, and then we can handicap and get into our picks for Game 5. Scott, I'll start with you. Game 4. What were your takeaways um, from that game as Golden State wanted to tie the series up?
1: So, of course, Steph Curry happened, but I'm not going to talk about that because that's just a given, and everyone knows how dominant he was. It's automatic now. It's really just about Boston's late-game struggles. It's been the story for months at this point, and even though Boston is two games away from potentially winning the NBA Finals, they just can't close games. It's just rough, and it's not even a situation where Golden State was – playing some sort of unique defense that kept Boston off guard or that Boston's defense just forgot how to play. It was just Boston kept settling for awful jump shots for about 10 possessions in a row. It was just really painful to watch. And I can't even say that Golden State forced them into anything or Boston had somebody open and then a scramble drill happened and Golden State did a good job recovering. Boston just played with no pace down the stretch and you look up and there's 5 seconds on the shot clock and they haven't done anything for 20 seconds like it was really just a huge just series of offensive miscues for the Celtics for the final couple of minutes which is why Golden State I believe outscored Boston was it 18 to 3 in the final 5 minutes 17 to 3 Sounds close. Something like that. But Boston scored three points in the final five-plus minutes. And as good as Golden State's defense might have been, if you're only scoring three points, that's bad offense. And Boston, once again, went stagnant, didn't do anything down the stretch. And when Golden State made a couple of shots, Boston panicked and chucked even more threes, and none of them went in. So my main takeaway, besides Curry being great, was that Boston, once again, fell apart in the fourth quarter, and nobody should really be surprised.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, I, you're right. Down the stretch there, they just looked really bad offensively to the uh, Boston Celtics. Um, it, it, Steph Curry has him shook. There, there's no question about that for sure. He dropped 43 points in that game. Uh, I don't
1: think I don't think I need to say anything about Curry because I feel no, like you don't. The, the performance kind of spoke for itself, you know? Yeah. Terrell, game four takeaways um,
0: uh, from that game. I know you cash your uh, money line bet there, but anything else that kind of stood out to you? Sorry. I was just hitting that Boston Pat real quick. That Boston Green
2: Pat was just hitting that Boston green Pat real quick it was you know uh oh is this this isn't live so by the time people hear it it's already gone they can't arrest me no more. yeah I'm on the Boston Green Pat right now because this is this is what we expected and kudos to Boston for having two good fourth quarters in this series thus far and that's the reason that they have the two wins mm-hmm. so congratulations to, for them for having two good for fourth quarters But that game four was the Boston we know. They were hiding from us. They were hiding. But that that, that fourth quarter was the Boston we know. That's the Boston that we've seen all year. And that's the Boston that I think is going to show up for the rest of this series because – they were shooting the lights out for majority of that game. They're like it was times I was watching the game, and I'm just they they had an open three, and I'm like, oh well, that's made, and it was. <laughs> it wasn't too many times they were missing open shots, and then that's the issue with Golden State, and that's where it's still interesting to see that we haven't seen Golden State offense explode yet because. During that game, Golden State was missing a lot of open jumpers. A lot, especially in that first half. It was just wide open shots that they were missing. It wasn't even like Boston was there to contest. They were just missing open jumpers. Is that going to happen in a game five on the road when the crowd is probably going to be one of the loudest that it's going to be for the entire series? Because the crowd doesn't want to see a game seven. The crowd doesn't want to take that risk. Yes, a game seven is fun, but nobody wants to take a game seven risk. They're like, all right, we're going to go ahead and finish this here. They're going to finish in Boston, and we'll see them when they get off the plane at Boston and we'll have a nice parade by that point. Nobody wants to see another game. So I expect the crowd to be electric, like even more than anything the Celtics have heard in this series, or even during the course of the playoffs. I think this is going to be the loudest game that has been in playoffs right now, just because it's a game five and Golden state sin chase center. It's a very beautiful, nice arena, very new. And, Everybody's going to go crazy because they know how big it is for the Warriors to win this first one. This is like a whole new game one, and you can't drop game one like you did last time and think that you're going to have a good position to win this series. So I expect the crowd to be ultimately in it. I think Jordan Poole is going to have a great game. I think that the shooters off the Golden State bench are going to have better shooting games where they're hitting open shots. So like an Otto Porter Jr., like a Jordan Poole, like even a Gary Payton second who missed a couple open jumpers in that game last time out. I expect those shots to go in, and then I expect the crowd to throw Boston off of their rhythm. I don't think that it's going to look like normal Boston basketball. I think this is... I wouldn't say a wire-to-wire win, but whatever's closest to that, I think that this is going to be controlled by Golden State throughout the entirety of this game just because of how big and the magnitude of Game 5 in Golden State is, and everybody knows what's on the line.
0: Scott, do you have anything else from uh, Game 4 before we get into the Game 5 picks?
1: Well, even though he didn't start, I'm thankful Looney played more because I had a bunch of his props, which was nice. But he played 28 minutes, which was the main adjustment I thought that Kerr was going to make. I also said in the Slack group chat that Golden State will make the run when they bench Draymond for pool, mm-hmm. and that happened. And, of course, they brought in Draymond for the last couple of minutes. He actually played well once he got benched in the fourth and he came back for the final three or so. So hopefully, for his sake, that can build some confidence for the home game five. Yes. But Kerr did something that most coaches wouldn't, and he told one of his main guys, you're hurting the team right now, we got to go elsewhere and Draymond took it because he didn't really have a choice, and he responded well when they brought him back in. So we'll see if maybe that'll recharge his batteries moving forward. Uh, Besides that, I feel like the main takeaway, besides the impact of Looney playing more minutes, Tatum has been brutal from the floor in the series. Uh And the percentages, I'm pretty sure he's on pace to have the worst shooting percentage of all time in the finals for a guy who's shooting like 20-plus field goal attempts per game. Mm Mm-hmm. I think I saw that stat on Twitter before. It might have been yeah. a stat news stat. But the point is, if Tatum's going to be your main guy, which he has been, and of course he's had some big moments. He ended up forcing game seven against Milwaukee with that fifty-six, with that 46-point uh, game. But Brown's been doing his thing. Robert Williams was good again in the last game. Even Marcus Smart actually had good back-to-back games for once, which I didn't see coming. But Tatum's got to be more efficient. And if you want the main takeaway from Boston's side – it's really tough to win a playoff series when your best player is I don't want to say being a liability, but being significantly worse than you anticipated him being. And that's what Boston's dealing with right now cuz Tatum it's one thing to shoot yourself out of a slump, but at this point some of the shots he's settling for just completely kill the flow and the momentum of the offense and he's going to have to have a conversation with the coaching staff because he's got to play better. Yeah, I mean he's he's
0: averaging about 40 minutes per game here in the NBA Finals uh like uh, you said, Scott, he's averaging about close to twenty one uh, shot attempts uh per game. What's, near the, the, what's the percentage? Yeah, so thirty three point four uh from the field. But the interesting part is he's shooting forty two and a half percent from the three point line. So because it's
2: they're always they're always rotating over slowly on him. Yeah. So when he when he gets his three point jumpers, is mm-hmm. they're normally a lot of them are open because Golden State just doesn't rotate over fast enough and he gets an open look. And then some of them are actually contested, but yeah. he's actually killing them from three. But it's just yeah. everything else, and it's that shoulder. It's that shoulder. And when he's driving to the basket, he's not getting the angle that he would like, preferably to the basket. And it's really throwing a couple of those layoffs off.
1: Well, you mentioned the three-pointers, which has been true. There, have been, there has been a lot of driving and kicking situations where Tatum ended up wide open. So the main takeaway that, from that is the fact that Tatum's isolation and one-on-ones has been brutal. Yeah. Because if he's been open on a decent amount of these three-pointers and he's going to have yeah. the ball in his hands late in possessions, trying to create some space with five seconds on the shot clock, if you're about 9% or 8% higher from three than you are from the floor, That means your two-percentage game has been absolutely abysmal, and that's mostly what Tatum's isolation game is.
0: Yeah, and there's been a lot of shots that Jason Tatum has taken where there's those those Michael Jordan, Kobe-esque fadeaway jump shots where they're just hitting the front of the rim and just not even close to going in. And uh, Yeah, I mean, again... At this point, Jason Tatum, I think, is going to be what Jason Tatum is for the rest of the series. And Terrell, you mentioned as well, it's probably that shoulder that is really bothering him. But again, yeah, like- he's not—he's
2: just not putting a complete game together. He's yeah. either having a really good first half and an off second half, or a really mm-hmm. good second half and an off first half. But he's not putting a whole four quarters of basketball together. Yeah. And that's another reason why you know the Boston Green Pack is going to be lit for the rest of the series.
1: But what do you think Boston really needs to do moving forward? Because we I feel like we have this conversation every game because it's a, just a complete zigzag theory in this series. Just one team plays well, they play terribly the yeah. next game, and it goes back and forth. But if Tatum's shoulder is seriously bothering him and he's shooting this poorly from the floor... It's nothing you can do. That's you what I'm gotta, saying. You, you, I mean, there's
2: no... Like, we're, we're at the point in the series where, all right, you could talk about what adjustments be made. Everybody has made adjustments, made counter adjustments, made counter adjustments to the counter adjustments. At this point, it's who wants it more. Who's going to go out there wanting more? Is he going to be able to play through that and be able to score efficiently through all four quarters? Maybe yes, maybe no. But at this point, I don't think it's any adjustments anybody's making. It's at this point, it's who wants it more.
1: I think the only adjustment that can be made is from Tatum himself because if you're talking about how the shoulder's bothering him and how he can't create the angles he wants and his jump shot might be a bit flat when he's settling for a bunch of fadeaways, the only person can change that's himself because if he's going to continue shooting this poorly, he's got to change up his offensive strategy.
0: Yeah, and I think yeah, Jalen Brown. I mean, uh, do you guys think he's been playing at expectation or above expectation so far? I, in the NBA I think finals? he's been great in this
1: yeah. series. He has one really bad game. Too. I would.
2: He's he's been a he's been a very good two option. Jalen Brown's been a very good two option. He, he I still have some issues with him when he has the ball in his hands and when he's the person controlling and trying to make everything else go. And that's kind of where Jason Tatum has taken his offensive game. He said, all right, I will be the playmaker. I will make sure that I get the ball to whoever. But when Jalen Brown starts dribbling too much and starts trying to do too much with the basketball, that's when he becomes a hindrance. You just got to let him get a full head of steam and just go towards the basket, either pull up or take it to the hoop.
1: Besides game two, I think he's been really good. But that's mostly because Tatum has been so inefficient. So when Brown is your number two for the entire season, and now he suddenly has to become a... Arguably a 1A because Tatum has been a, almost, I don't want to say a liability, but he's been really brutal at times. So Brown has had to step out of his comfort zone, whether he wants to or not. Because if you look at the rest of the team, who else is supposed to step up? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to blame that on Jalen. Like he's doing whatever he can.
0: Jalen Brown gets off to like hot starts in the first quarter and yeah. it just, it's, it's not, falls off. He's not, con- he yeah, he's off not consistent cliff. for the all four quarters. Of that Nobody and that in been
2: Boston been... puts together, it's, aside from Marcus Smart. I I don't think anybody puts together a whole four quarters.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Anything else you guys have from uh, Game 4 before we get into the actual Game 5 picks here?
1: I do just want to push back for a second on the Jalen Brown, who definitely does perform worse as the game goes on. But if you look at the actual sets that Boston runs or the lack thereof, they basically designate Jalen Brown to a corner Mm -hmm. and tell Tatum, do something. And I feel like that's another reason why Boston's offense has been so underwhelming in the fourth quarter, it's because when Tatum is still struggling, as we said before, he's shooting about 34% from the floor, the go-to play for Boston down the stretch is Tatum get me a bucket. Maybe you should pivot a little bit. So even though I do agree Brown should perform better in the third quarter, etc., the fourth quarter I'm not going to blame him for because most of the plays that are set up are not for Jalen Brown, which I find weird. Do you yeah. guys find that weird too? Not really based honest. on how bad Tatum, it's almost the like corner.
0: they yeah they want to live and die by jason tatum like th- that's, that's it, what i'm th- getting
2: but so th- but that was the issue with brad stevens and that's why we didn't like like nobody liked what brad stevens was going because brad stevens didn't want to anoint jason tatum as the one he didn't want to say bro you're not the one it's the we have a 1a 1b a one-two punch whatever you want to call it it's you and Jalen brown and we're going to start splitting this for most people and that's what drove people crazy is because it's like Jason Tatum's the guy, give him all the work, give him the work, let him just do his thing. And so now email Doka has let Jason Tatum do that for the majority of a season. And now we're getting into this part of the year where it's like, all right, he's not giving you everything. It is. Are you going to switch what you've been doing majority of the year? Because you've been going to Jason Tatum first all year. Mm. Jalen Brown has gotten his work off of Jason Tatum. Are you going to switch that for the rest of these NBA finals? And I, I don't know if he's going to be bold enough to make that call. If he is, that's going to be a huge call that could swing things in their direction. But I don't think he's bold enough to make that call.
1: I think it's fine that Tatum has the ball. But the issue is that Brown is basically just a standstill three-point shooter down the stretch. At least set, set him some off-ball screens. Let him try to cut back door. Even try a pick-and-pop maybe with Jalen Brown setting the screen for Tatum try something, but telling Brown to stand in the same spot for 18 seconds out of the shot clock when he has 20-something points in the first three quarters doesn't make any sense.
0: They also get away from playing with pace. Like you've seen in the first half or anything in the first quarter, they're playing with a lot of pace, getting up and down the floor, and they're able to get easy baskets, right, and open three-point shots, getting to the basket and the free-throw line. They really kind of get away from that throughout the game, and I know that the game does slow down, as a you know, especially in the fourth quarter, but... If that's something that's working for you, you you have to push the pace if you're Boston. But again, we'll see if they continue to do that uh, in the start of game uh, game five uh, in the Bay Area. Before we get over to game five, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, Win Bet. Make sure to get down on Win's Bet fifty dollars to win two hundred dollar promotion. Where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets, plus the ultimate fantasy football experience. You bet five hundred dollars on sports or in the casino. Before July 31st, 2022, get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries allowed and also an opportunity to party with DJ Diesel. All users can bet $100 on NBA or in the casino and be entered into a prize drawing to a DJ Diesel, a.k.a. Shaq. Performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit winnbet.com to get started today. Offer something to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older in a state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's really simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. Stop what you're doing and download the Sleeper app now to play their new over under game and have fun with your friends and make some money. So on your mobile device, join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join the squad and get up to 100, sorry, get 100% deposit bonus match up to $100 at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right, guys, game five uh, tipping off on Monday evening in the Bay Area in San Francisco. Series is tied up 2 2. Currently, over on Win Bet, I'm currently seeing the lines for this game. The Golden State Warriors are favored by 3.5 points, and the over under is set at 2.12.5. Scott, let me start with you on the spread here. Warriors minus 3.5. Where's your money going?
1: Well, it's pretty tough to call because Boston has been very good at responding in this type of zigzag series, but. I got to go Golden State. Uh, The way that I looked at Game 4, Golden State should have been down double digits basically the entire game. It was one of those spots where Golden State took a lead in the fourth quarter, and you thought to yourself, isn't Golden State down 10 right now, or shouldn't they be? It really didn't feel like at any point they were about to take the lead, and yet they ended up winning the game. So I think Golden State will play better. We know their role players tend to play better at home. And Boston, I wonder how many times you can suffer a disappointing home loss and respond properly. And I at some point, it's going to come back to bite them. And Golden yeah. State, of course, let them off the hook in game one. They responded well in game two. But Looney played a bunch of minutes in game four. He was great. Wiggins had 16 rebounds. He was unbelievable. And Clay, you're hoping, is going to shoot better at home in game five. But I understand if people want to keep taking the just the zigzag theory, betting on the team that lost the previous game, because both of these teams have been amazing off a of loss up to this point. But I'm going to go Golden State. I think the home crowd will do enough. And I think Golden State, I don't want to say got gifted a free win last game, Mm -hmm. but it felt like they didn't really deserve to be in it, and they ended up taking full advantage of it. I'll take the Warriors at home.
0: Terrell?
2: Yeah, no, I'm not taking Boston. I mean, not doing (laughs) that. Yeah, soccer there, but – So normally I like to talk about, you know, for the people that do like Boston, whether Boston keys to the game. But here it's difficult because how do you respond to somebody that actually decided that they wanted to rebound the basketball and killed you by 13, 14, 15 rebounds? Mm -hmm. Because they didn't. Golden State did not respond with a plan at all. They didn't say that, hey, we're going to bring in a Jonathan Kaminga to help out with rebounding. Or I mean, yes, Lodi got more minutes, but at the end of the day, they said they really just boxed out. Andrew Wiggins boxed out and came up with 16 rebounds. And so, you know, I, I, I don't know what to say to Boston about that. They didn't really counter you with anything other than realizing, hey. We're, we stopped boxing out. Let's go back to boxing out and see if we come up with more rebounds. And they did. So it's going to be um, on Boston to just put more emphasis like, hey, we have to fight for rebound. They're not just going to come to us easy. Like this isn't a series where we're just going to out rebound them easily. We have mm-hmm. to go out there and push for more rebounds. We have to go out there and be physical in the paint with them. They got away from being in the paint again. And this is one of the things that started to kill them a little bit. So. Here we go. It, we have all the adjustments I believe have been made. The adjustments, the counter adjustments and the counter counter adjustments. Now is who does it? Who wants it more? Who wants it more? And I think that that home crowd is going to boost up the Golden State Warriors more than the Boston Celtics. I'd be interested to see what Jason Tatum does this game and how he responds. Because he normally responds with a bad game, with a good game. But, however, he's been having decent games because he's been good for one half or the other. It hasn't been a full game since, like, game one that he just didn't look good at all. So, if he has a response, I'll be interested to see it. But it's, it's, it's looking bad for Boston. I'm really all over going to State here. I think that this is a route by going to State. I don't think that this is a close game. I think that this is the closest thing, if not a wire-to-wire win.
0: Yeah, Terrell, you mentioned that, that uh, rebounding was a huge emphasis for the Golden State Warriors in Game Four. Three different guys in double figures rebounding basketball. Andrew Wiggins, like you mentioned, sixteen. Steph Curry chipped in with ten, and then come Looney also had eleven rebounds for them. They out rebounded. All uh, they did
2: was box out. That yeah. is all. That was the only adjustment.
0: They just boxed out. As soon mm-hmm. as they started
2: boxing out, they got more rebounds. Like wow, I didn't know that we had to go back directly to figure out how to
0: rebound the basketball, yeah. but here we are. Yeah, fifty-five to forty-two. It was the rebounding count in Game Four. Um, I'm also on Golden State as well. Like I, said, I think it's going to be. It's going to. I agree with you, uh, Terrell. It's going to be a blowout by the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and Scott, you also mentioned like the. Uh, role players tend to play better at home as well. So I'm expecting guys like Jordan Poole, Gary Payton, you know, to have a uh, great night shooting and scoring points for the Golden State Warriors as well. And I wouldn't be surprised if Clay does come out and have a, you know, 25 point game like he did, or I think he did in game three uh, in Boston. So I wouldn't be surprised to see that uh, by Clay Thompson in uh, game five here on their home floor. Uh, quickly on the total here, guys, uh, currently seeing it on win bet at two, twelve and a half. Uh, Scott, you have
1: any feel on the total here? It's really a tough call because the final five minutes of the last game kind of just killed the total entirely. But yeah. If you look at the fourth quarters of these of this series, it's been relatively low scoring. Mm-hmm. I know game one, Boston shot the lights out, but since then it's been a pretty low scoring just fourth quarter series up to this point. So I'm going to go with the under. I do okay. believe you'll see a physical style of basketball where both teams will definitely be fighting a lot harder on the glass because it's really been the story of the series up to this point. But Boston, we said, should be going faster. Yeah. And for whatever reason, as the game progresses, they go slower. Yeah. So it's been the story all playoffs long. So if I know the pace for at least a quarter is going to be a snail's pace, I'm going to take the under and hope that Boston once again struggles from the outside. Golden State could also struggle from the outside. We know both teams are also pretty turnover prone. Golden State's been better at it over the course of the series, but we know that at any moment they can have twenty turnovers in a game. So I'm going to go with the under. I think you'll see a very defensive-minded game, but it could be similar to what we saw in Game 2, where Golden State plays decently offensively, and Boston scores 88 points. So I think there's a couple ways to win this. I'm going to take the under.
0: Yeah, first quarters have really been flying over the total. Um, Game 1 had 60. Game 2 had 61. Game 3, I believe, had 55. Yeah, and then Game uh, 4. And uh, game four
1: had, uh, let's see here, another 55 point. That quarter. also took, a, that took a buzzer beater three in a layup and whatever. So that was yeah. closer to 50.
0: Yeah. But, and right now I'm currently seeing the number for the first quarter is 51 and a half. Uh, for this game. So, you know, maybe... who uh, that buzzer
2: beater three. Cash that plus Yeah, yeah you to, on, yeah. <laughs> on the Boston
0: money. Hey, hey. You're going to have to could, say... Was it Grant Williams?
2: Yeah, yes, no I wish yeah. y'all could have seen. So we had an SGP and happy hour during that game. We're company-wide. We were on a it's company-wide Zoom, real. and everybody's in. And everybody's lit. They're talking. They're playing virtual blackjack. And you just hear me in the background screaming, yes! Because <laughs> Grant Williams
0: made the three that gave Boston the money line. Yeah, Terrell Terrell's delayed a little bit too, so his reactions would come in like a minute or like a minute later than everybody else's. But yeah, I'm that sorry, was I'm a cheap. I don't time. pay
2: for cable. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, guys, like any player props in this game before we get into our lock and dog. Hey, uh, Terrell, start with you. I wanted to talk about the. Top. Oh my bad, I didn't get to you. Go ahead. I told well, well, I no, I you, didn't
1: answer the question either. You just said the first quarters have been hard. No, I was going to get to Terrell, and then I was okay. going to give my take. But Terrell, go ahead. Sorry. No,
2: no, no. I was, I was just BS it out. Um, no, I'm, I'm on a, over a little bit and i think it's well i'm cheating because me and moon off are just on another podcast so i know exactly how moon off feels about it but i'm gonna over because i think that it's gonna be a blow up by golden state i think that we haven't seen a crazy offensive game for golden state in these finals yet and like i said the home crowd is going to be in it they know how big this game is and one jordan Poole's is going to see the talent of women is a lot better than the talent of women in boston and he's going to be like all right I got to show out because obviously <laughs> when, it's, when, when it's some, some good-looking girls in the arena, Jordan Poole's like, all right, I'm about to show out now. I'm about to be pulling up from half court three, four times cashing. So, yeah, give me give me the over.
0: Yeah, it's funny to see that uh, GoFundMe for, to, to get some baddies uh, on the court side for Jordan Poole for him to come out and play well. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the over in this game as well. Uh, more so, I like the Warriors team total in this game. Uh, they've been averaging 110 points in the 11 uh, postseason games at home so far. I know they were limited in game one and two uh, by the Boston Celtics, but like I said, this might be a game where, you know, Scott, you mentioned that the role players should play better. Uh, I think Clay's going to have a good game as well. Steph Curry has been doing Steph Curry things. There's no, you know, we're not shocked about that. So I I think uh, um, definitely leaning on the over for the full game, but I really do like the Warriors team total in this game as well. Um, player props, uh, anything you guys do like? I know, Terrell, you just mentioned Jordan Poole. Uh, any other guys you do like uh, for player props?
1: I'm not going to turn my back on Looney now. I mean, the main reason why they dominated on the glass was they gave Looney 11 more minutes, which was what I was really banking on. And then Kerr decided to not start him. And I thought he lost his damn mind. And then three minutes into the game, Kerr realized, well, this is a terrible idea. Looney, get over here, and you brought Looney in for 28 minutes. But I'm assuming Looney's going to play another 28 minutes or so because he's really the only true center that they have. So his rebound number is about 7.5. I still like the over. I think he's had a good shot to go for 10, 11, kind of like what we just saw in the previous game. I guess the one concern is that he did have 9 in the first half, and then he basically did nothing the entire second half. Mm. So I guess that's the one concern. He only had two rebounds after halftime. But 7.5 half for me is too low, especially for a guy who was putting up around 7 in about 18 minutes for the first couple games in the series. Sure, And the number should be higher. But if he gets to 10, I would not be surprised. Give me the over and loony rebounds.
0: Uh, Terrell, any other player props that you do like? I know you mentioned Jordan Poole. Uh, come on, Looney, I think we're probably unanimously on. But anybody else you mm. like? Okay, let's do something fun. All right. Because well, save, save for the picks por- portion, no, point. no, no. I mean, okay. it's not
2: like it's not like that. But okay, I'm on I'm on Draymond Green defensive stats because obviously we know offensively it's not going for him. Mm-hmm. He got benched in a portion of that game, and I know that's going to stick with them. And so, if you can't make yourself good in that aspect of the game, defensively, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. No, I'm not. Not Okay. All right. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) But defensively, you got to make yourself an asset. And he's been a little bit lacking on the blocks and the steals portion. Both are pretty much at one and a half. You're getting plus money on two on either, plus 140 on two steals and plus 240 on his blocks. And I think that that's a look that deserves a look. I can see Draymond just having a better game. And again, I'd say that I think that boss is going to be a little bit off their game offensively, whether it's there a, st- a second fast or a second slow, they're going to be off of their game. And I think that, you know, a lot of people on Golden State, not just Draymond could come up with that. So, but I think Draymond probably fills up the stat sheet a little bit, at least on the defensive side. All right, Scott, you have anything
0: else for player props?
1: Uh, not particularly. I was okay. tempted by by potentially taking an under on Draymond points, but mm-hmm. that's 7.5. I mean, at that point, that's just four layups. I don't know. Maybe he can also get to the line. Yeah. Wiggins' rebounds I saw was a juice 6.5. I mean, when you put up 16 in the game prior, I, I feel like 6.5 is too low. So I'm kind of tempted to take the over there. Besides that, that's pretty much it. I feel like the series has been – very competitive, but we've seen a lot of let's just say inconsistent play from a lot of different players besides Curry. So hopefully we'll see similar performances in back-to-back games from Looney and from Wiggins, etc.
0: All right, before we get into our lock and dog for the night, let me tell you guys about a sponsor that is back. It's Manscaped, gentlemen. Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped Performance Package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is a perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Treat him and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with the exclusive offer. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code SGP at Manscaped. And trust me, your dad's bot and his dad ball well, will thank you. Manscaped designed with Fathers in Mind, and the Performance Package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop's special day. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of his goodies. We all know dads love their comfort, and with summer just around the corner, the Boxers 2.0 are here to save. Every father from the uncomfortable heat. So all you got to do, guys, is go to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP, which will take off 20% off of the order, including free shipping as well. Again, make sure to use promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop. Of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens that help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And last but not least… We're also brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISB, and other prying eyes. That's why we at SGPN use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the Internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the Internet by encrypting 100% of your data, This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream. Everything you search for and everything you buy, take your privacy back today with a brand-rated 4.6 out of 5 on pilot. So all you got to do is go to ipvanish.com/sgp and make sure to use that promotional sgp and claim your 70% in savings. That's ipva.nish.com/sgp. All right, boys, let's get into our lock and dog for Game Five of the NBA Finals. Scott, I will let you lead it off here, my man. Lock and dog for game five.
1: So even though I do like Golden State in the game, I'm going to go back to the well. The person who got me the lock last game, I'm going to take Kevon Looney. And once again, I'm going to go with over seven and a half rebounds. There's no reason for me not to. Uh, Golden State played him more. It was the one main adjustment I thought Kearney needed to make. And I really didn't see anything change. We saw Golden State dominate on the glass after getting dominated on the glass in game three. I expect Looney to, once again, play 28 minutes or so. And even if he only plays 20 or gets into foul trouble or whatever, he was still putting up a decent amount of rebounds in limited minutes before the huge boost. But after what we just saw in Game 4, I'm assuming the game script will be similar for him in Game 5. So give me the over 7.5 rebounds. All right. And your dog for the night? So for this one, I'm going to go with a player prop. And I'm going to go with the other center. I'm going to go with Robert Williams. 10 rebounds. 10-plus rebounds. At 2-1, I have no idea why this is 2-1. to one. Now, I'm, the only thing I could think of is the knee soreness, but he's had that issue for, I don't know, a month and a half at this mm-hmm. point. He had 10 rebounds in 26 minutes in Game 3, and he had 12 rebounds in 31 minutes, a series high, 31 minutes. They had a couple of days off leading up to this game. I expect Williams to probably be around 30 minutes again because he has been a matchup nightmare for Golden State. But over 9.5 rebounds at 2-1, to one, Sign me up. I'm gonna take that. All right, there we go. So,
0: uh, couple player props for Scott. He's locked. Uh, come on, Looney over seven and a half rebounds. And for his dog, Robert Williams, ten plus rebounds at two to one uh, for his dog of the night. Good look on those, Scott. Um, for my lock and dog, I'm gonna go with my lock. Warriors team total over 107 and a half. Again, I think this is going to be the game where we see that uh, offensive production from the uh, role players and just a complete offensive game here from the Warriors. So give me 107.5 team total over for the Warriors. And um, for my dog, I, I gave this out on the Mothership Show, and I do like Mothership Show. I'm combining the two player props that Scott just gave out in a parlay over on WinBet. That'll give you plus 650. That's going to be – actually, I'm going with Williams and Looney to have 10 or more rebounds in this game. So I'm going to take that as my uh, dog of the night. So let's go with Looney, 10 plus rebounds. Williams, 10 plus rebounds at plus 650. Villain, you're up, my man. What do you got? All right. We're not going to overthink this,
2: guys. Lock. go to state minus 3.5. That's – Free money, free money, given out right there for my dog. I should I just take the Golden State alternative?
1: You're gonna take Warriors money line parlayed with Celtics first quarter. We know it already. No, no, I'm (laughs) I'm joking. I've already hit. Yeah, I've already hit that. And actually, I think this is. I really do think that the Warriors
2: control this from the tip. Like I think they're. Yeah, I think they control this from the tip. Yeah, let's let's just go ahead and give out. I was going to give out Draymond's steals just as something fun, but... Do they have a just spreads
1: it. for the Warriors' third quarter? I'm weak. Is, is, is that a thing? Is that I don't shirt? know. No, am uh, not a thing. I actually do see it. Uh, it's available. I found out one book. For example, Golden State third quarter minus two and a half is plus 118. <laughs>
2: okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I'll... Just saying. Uh, no, give me the Warriors to win by 10 and a half. Yeah, Golden State minus 10 and a half plus 210. Let's do that.
0: Warriors minus 10 and a half plus 210 for Terrell as his dog and his lock is going to be the Warriors minus three and a half, uh, for game five. All right, gentlemen, that's going to do it here for the NBA Gambling Podcast NBA Finals Game Five, uh, edition. Uh, Terrell, anything else you want to get off your chest, my man, before we get out of here and let the people know where they can come uh, hound you a little more?
2: No, you guys know where to find me at really real underscore underscore. Please come hound me, troll me, do whatever. It makes me better. It makes me great. It's, uh, I love to hear it. I love to go, especially when I got time. Sometimes I got time. So we would we whatever, but. As you hear me, I'm a little slurred because I'm off this Boston Green Pack right now. Lighting it for the rest of the finals, boys. Golden State is
0: six. (laughs) Scott, uh, anything else you want to get off your chest? And let the people know where they can find you, my man.
1: Not really. You can find me on Twitter at Reichel Radio, R-E-I-C-H-E-L Radio. Besides that, Terrell and I are still crushing it on WNBA. We had Mm -hmm. an odds maker on the show, and I went 5-1 ATS, and I also ended up hitting the lock and dog. So hopefully I'm not blackballed from WinBet. We'll find out at some point. But either way, uh, it was nice to have him on. Hopefully we'll keep cashing in both the NBA and the WNBA. And let's make some money. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely
0: check out Scott and Terrell over on the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Absolutely crushing it uh, so far this season. Hoops never stops. Hoops Hoops never stops. We also have a summer league coming up as well. I know they have betting odds for that. But stay tuned for that as well. Uh, We will be back throughout the week. Uh, In some form or fashion, Uh, game five, like I said, on Monday, game six will be on Wednesday. Hopefully, Golden State is closing it out, but we shall see. Till then, good luck with your bets this week. Let's break these books off and let it ride.